to you Can't Go Back. I'm Silas Weathercock. I'm joined by Mr. Gary Allen, Mr. Canyon Jorgensen, and Mrs. Elizabeth Jorgensen. Please join us. Okay. All right, so the German philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer said boredom is man's th- that man fears boredom more than anything because it reveals the emptiness of his existence. Oh shit. Isn't Do that you crazy? Want, you you want to know what defines that boredom for me? Mm-hmm. The hours between two o'clock and five o'clock in the afternoon of every single fucking day. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not just work. It's it's about anywhere where I am at any given time. I absolutely hate they that time of day. A commercial and an energy drink. That two thirty feeling. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like chuck it back. It's like get you through the rest of the day. No. Wait, is it energy drink or the, beer? The energy drink. <laughs> well, that's just going to make you, you fall know how asleep. Gary solves problems, though. <laughs> yes. I'm bored. I'm going to make my life interesting. Alcohol. That time of the day <laughs> makes me contemplate life so much, and I hate it so much, too. I don't know why. I just can't. See, for me, for me it's um, like sunset. Like I, five, yeah, five, five o'clock. sunset. But sunset symbolically for me represents sort of like the end of the day. So it kind of makes me contemplate death more. It makes me excited for the nighttime. You feel more at rest and at peace at night? Yes. Okay. I also really like the prospect of the day in the morning. It's just I hate the dead of day. Yeah. The, the middle. The like, the, oh, af- like, hate it. I Where it's the hottest and then... Yeah, early afternoon. Is Everybody's just, just so uh, sick with what they're doing already. Yeah, like, yeah. it just it rubs me the wrong way. And I, I love the idea of chilling into the evening, and then I love the prospect of a new day. But I hate that lull of two to five. I um, will say this: I will awake at that time. Mm. Nice. That you're doing it right. Yeah. Gary works nights. Yeah, just be nocturnal, man. Knock that problem right off. <laughs> nocturnal it right now. Yeah, See, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I can't do the nocturnal thing. Is to me my favorite part of the day is morning. It I didn't used to be that way, but I, I think as I've gotten older, sunrise. I think I remember this quote that said, "Like no man can be so devoid of hope that a like a morning, you know, can't bring some sort of you know some feeling of renewal within him, you know." That's, but you haven't always been that way. When would you guys say, and I think you three would agree with me, when you first finally started appreciating waking up early in the morning? I still don't. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth. I, okay, I appreciate, I appreciate I the, the, the new feelings that come with the morning. Like, if you fall asleep depressed or, like, frustrated or, like, cloudy, I do appreciate waking up and it feels like a fresh start and if you had and, you, I, and, and I feel like though. you have more clarity in the morning than you do at night yeah. I do appreciate that but I literally for the past almost three years haven't been able to wake up on my own your own terms terms yeah. because we have a toddler and a seven month old so mornings 
it's still sucked for me. <laughs> See, but but coming coming back to what I was talking about with boredom, the morning is the time that I'm least likely to become bored. Like all of these new ideas are in my head, and like you said, I could I think that can make sense the two to five. Because like you were saying, it's just that time of day when people are getting sick of what they're doing. And that's when boredom would come in. Uh, in the French language, they call it ennui. And ennui is sort of like you know, this the feeling of life's, of times. Life's, life's, yeah. life's futility. Yeah. And the cause of it is unfulfilled aspirations. And I was like, wow, that makes sense. Like boredom is caused by unfulfilled aspirations in, in, some, in some way. Like it's debatable. But that actually, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. It's like... And I've also heard it said that like boredom is the root of all evil, they say. Is that yeah, once yeah. you start to become bored, it's when all these evil thoughts start to, to, yeah. to come in. And it's like you lose purpose, right? And once you lose purpose, it, it's like I'm not doing anything good in my life. So then your, your feelings start to turn dark. You know what I mean? So was Hitler just really bored? But also, but think about this. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, seriously. But here, and this, and this brings me back. Okay, boredom comes from safety, right? It's just, it's a very recent phenomenon that you had this crippling boredom because the boredom seems to be a luxury of, of you know, the spoiled class, right? So it, it's the fact that a lot, like, it's hard to be bored when you're working from, you know, you know sunrise to sunset. So, like, you look at someone like Ep- Epstein, we were talking about Epstein or Harvey Weinstein or whatever, all these guys. It's like, they were, they lived pampered lifestyle. They were very rich. They had a lot of just, you know, what uh, the devil will find work for idle, idle hands idle to hands, do. yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of like, it's kind of like that, you but know? they didn't have idle hands, did they? They had, their hands were very busy. That was the fucking problem. Yes, but the devil, but but again, the devil was directing it. Well, Symbol, you know, symbolically, I mean, of course. Yeah. They could have been doing plenty of other things. So it was. So basically, the hands know, were doing the work ever, of the devil. I don't think mm-hmm. I'd ever be bored if I had that much money. You don't know that. What would you do? You don't know that. We're, 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 Crap, we'll just bike around. You, you think of. You remember the movie Office Space? Oh yeah. So, so it was like, I was like, uh, it was like, hey Peter. Uh, yeah, hey, hey Peter. So, like, I, I was, like, what, what would you do if you if you were a millionaire, man? It's like nothing. I would do nothing. It's like shit. My, my, my brother does not. He ain't got no money. He don't do shit. <laughs> but exactly. But exactly. If he's busy doing nothing, you, you're you're hit with your the emptiness of your existence. Back to that. It's like lack of purpose. You know what I mean? So it's like you you're rich. It's like the bottom line is okay. You could be rich or you could be poor, but the the key seems to be is to find purpose. That's what you're gonna have to do. You know what I mean? And I think you could find purpose just as much as a poor person as you is. You know, being rich. You know? Okay, I have a question for everybody here at the table. Have you all, have you found your purpose yet? And I'm going to take children out of the equation because clearly, like, I would think that from now and forever, like, my purpose here is to make sure that I raise my children and make sure that, you know, they're productive members of society and they're loving and caring and all that. So taking that out of the equation... Have I found my purpose besides that? My answer is no. I don't feel like I have necessarily. And that's kind of 
weird to think about. And That's I feel like weird... I've always been looking for it. That's a weird thing to think that you have a purpose. Right, right. Like, uh, I think it's just more, I'm just here. You're I don't just know like if I'm... accidentally, yeah. like, the sperm landed with the egg. But, and I just accidentally happened. Happened. But what have you given yourself to make yourselves, like, keep on going? You know? Uh... I don't know. You know, each person, in, and I was just telling, I was having a conversation with Gary about this, is I think for me, it's finding that thing that makes you feel good, that brings you joy. I think, I, I really feel like a lot of people who commit suicide feel like, you hear like, like I, I don't have anything and nothing makes me feel good anymore. Nothing feels good anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for a vast majority of people, there's something that feels good, right? You know, like Liz, you have a passion with photography. You know what I mean? I have a passion with music. It, you know, Gary, you have a passion of biking. Wait, wait for it. I like Mario. <laughs> there you go. But that, but there you go. But that could be your reason to live. That's that's your joy. That's your bliss. That's yeah, the, the thing. That you no, it's true. You have to find one thing to look forward to. There's in no the next right or wrong. Few days to help you keep going. And there's no right or wrong answer. What's the next few moments? Yeah, like Canyon and I. Like as soon as he gets to work, like we'll have texts back and forth. Like, what's for dinner tonight? Like, I really look forward to knowing. Yeah. What, like you know. Yeah. yeah. You just gotta look forward to the little moments. Yeah. Start small, man. Little goals. Yep. The little marmots. Mar- Did I say marmots? No, no. Oh. You said moments. Oh. I said marmots. What's that? I don't. It's, it's a little creature. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, you won't be bored if you say have your Johnson, Johnson bit off. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was looking this up. So there's, I, this was, uh, I got an education here. There's five. <laughs> there's five five kinds of boredom. Number one oh, is indifference. Ooh. Okay. okay. Or five stages of boredom. Okay. <coughs> or five kinds. So indifference. Okay. It's withdrawing from the external world. It's when you start to daydream, right? So you're just indifferent. Oh, I love You know, you're that. just like, okay. You know, you're, you have a task and you're just like, I don't really don't care about this task. And you just start to daydream. And then you... Okay. It, it's kind of a light boredom, right? It's light. You're daydreaming. Oh, I do boredom that. Boredom light? I do that as I'm working. Boredom light. Are, do you think that you're indifferent to... Your job? Mm, no, I do a good job, but it but you don't care about it ultimately. It doesn't. It doesn't. I, I care. Do you care I, that you do. Are a you good passionate? Job? About I care it. that I do a good job, but go. it's it okay. doesn't take brain power to right. to do it. Okay, so <laughs> we should add. So what I don't do you know. Do? What do you do? Oh, I just stock. Uh, I work at a grocer's and I stock shelves. Okay. Cool. So you don't have to actively think to be doing it. So no, I mean, but you it, do kind of. I would think that you do. I mean, I do work with a lot of idiots. It's like Tetris. That have I, trouble I like doing it. Tetris well, okay. Here's the th- here's the thing. When you know, because I've done these types of jobs, like that, similar types of jobs, doing different things. But it, no, it doesn't require like. It requires a different part of your intelligence. You know what I mean? It's like people say, oh, well, it's not rocket science. It's like, no, it's not rocket science. But also I think there's probably rocket scientists that would probably be terrible at stocking shelves. Because if you shelve in the wrong area or you the barcodes and you don't put the product in the right place, it could screw up the entire inventory. Inventory. People do that all the time. And you could seriously (laughs) cripple a business. People forget that rocket scientists, a lot of them, probably aren't good people either way. So I'm just saying – what? How dare That's you? Bold. I'm just saying. How? Who cares if they're a rocket scientists? Maybe they're just not a good person. Oh. So you ever say, oh, what are rocket scientists? 
Okay, so so, so the second so the second stage is the second stage boredom is <laughs> what's the next stage calibrating. Now calibrating is you're opening up to boredom reducing options. So you're thought you're thinking of things that you can do other than what you're doing. So you're you're, you're opening yourself to activities unrelated to what you're doing. So like let's say it you know suddenly isn't that part of the daydreaming? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't like at work. I don't. It doesn't seem like you actually do get bored. I don't think you are because you're very focused on on the task at hand. You're not sitting around thinking other things you can do. To me, boredom is when I think of boredom. I think a lot of times of office jobs. You know what I mean? It's like you should be doing something. You know what I mean? Like you should like, well, I should be, you know, you know, working on my report for the boss. But what else can I do? You know, that's when you're calibrating. You're, you're, you're thinking about other things you can do. Like I could check my Facebook. I could go on Instagram. I could just sit here and just, you know, like I will say make this, a paper airplane. The threat and throw of it. losing your job really like nips that in the butt pretty fast. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I, I lose... Uh, motivation pretty quickly when I'm at work and you know I, I tend to think that I have a pretty <clears throat> like as you describe office job and if I start to stray like too much I'll start, start to worry I'm like ah, if I don't do my job people will notice and yeah I might get in trouble but I, I better like bring myself on back a little bit you know so like I, I think it depends on well at least you uh, notice on, it yeah, and I, and I think that I think that different type of people could just kind of like roll with it, dude. They and, just roll and with just it, not care. Um, but you know, those the, those are the type of people that just kind of float and do the thing. You know, I don't think they're in tune with what is happening at that moment. They're just so far out there. They just get distracted and don't do anything. Yeah. What, what are you even here for? Right. So it sounds like because the two of you do take your job serious that you're not bored because, again, you're, you're being – there's a passion. It might not be a big one, but you do have a passion for what you do. You have a passion for doing a good job at what you do. Care. I don't I, care what that's I'm a doing. Very, I want to do a good job. That's exactly it. So that, that's very good. But so, that is a passion. You, you want to I want to make there's sure – There's a passion. There's a pride there. You have yeah. a pride. pride. To me, boredom is like you just have no pride. You don't give – again, the indifference. Like, but I you think don't... that pride is very different from passion when it comes to your job. Yeah. Like yes. like Gary was just telling us like, hey, I had a th- – was it 13? Oh, yeah, 13 hours. So he had a load last night that was supposed to take 13 hours to shelf, and he did it by himself in like five and a half hours. Yeah. And so like for him, he likes doing it. But do you go to work like I – I'm going to – fucking unload those boxes like i feel so good like people are going to come in in the morning and it's you know like no i don't give a like, shit like that's how i imagine passion right he's not proud of what he did well, he, no, no, he no, just, no, no, no 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 he's proud that he like did it efficiently but he, he might not be passionate about boxes he didn't do it to keep on living yeah or I'll like know. he didn't do it like like you don't feel like you're fulfilling like you're like like he's <laughs> saying a purpose no it's not a fulfilling job i'm just good at it right and it kind of makes me happy. Maybe yeah. I just work with a bunch of really shitty people. But they I make know, you look good. They make me look good. <laughs> and this sounds really this sounds really lame too. But I've worked I've, with a ton of people. No, sorry. a lot of people suck. <laughs> All there, there's a few people that have good work ethic, but 
even then, sometimes I just physically can't do it. It's a physical job. Okay, so three is searching, and that's an active search for a way out of boredom. You're looking for a work or hobby. It doesn't you know? We're talking about like boredom within work. Maybe maybe work isn't where you're getting bored. Maybe you're you're getting bored outside of work, and it's like you, you start to think of hey, yeah. I need work. I need hobbies. I need something to do. I need something to occupy my time. Like, dude, that's I'm, why I'm getting a second job. Well, want, I also want more. Your money. hobby is to just work more. Yeah, I want more I mean, money, yeah, and I mean. I'm not doing anything else. Just sit at home playing video games. Like it's too hot here to go biking. Like it. Currently. Yeah, I mean in the winter it's okay, but. Dude, Arizona's kind of shit for. Biking in the summer. Right. It's straight up dangerous. Yeah. All so all you, all you all I can do on my days off is just sit at home and. St- try to not get heat stroke. That's. That's boring, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so I might as well be out so these, more money. So these stages just get worse and worse because now once we get to number three, we've got five here. So three is searching. So it's like you start to think, do I have hobbies? You know what I mean? And, 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 and it, this boredom can really bring about like true like depression and hopelessness because you're like, I don't have any hobbies. Like I don't have anything that I'm like passionate about. I just go to work. And like you said, I'm not proud of what I do. I do it well, but it doesn't have any purpose for me. Then you get to reactant. This one's the most fascinating to me. Reactant is avoiding or confronting those that you hold responsible for your boredom. So let's say you're at work. Here's a good example. You're at work and your boss bores the shit out of you. He, 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 he or she, he, he or she is basically giving yeah. you all these tasks and they're just bearing you with something that gives you no sense of purpose. And so you begin to become like reactant, like, Fuck you! Like you're you're just burying me with all of this like hopeless. You know what I mean? Like, and or it could be a spouse, right? Like it's like you're you're de- making my life devoid of meaning. Like, <laughs> and so you begin to uh, like like blame other people. Okay, so this reminds me of okay. So my best friend um had has a daughter, and so when she was probably like five, we would be running errands, we'd be at Target, whatever. And her daughter would just repeatedly say, this is boring. This is boring. And <laughs> like, like, but it, but it wasn't like a, like I'm bored way. It was like, it was, she was angry that we were boring her, that she, we weren't entertaining her. Yes. They begin to, right. she's resenting right. And so, that yeah. And so my friend was like, if you're bored, then you're boring. Have you heard that? Yeah. Have you guys heard that? Yeah. Those who are yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, basically, like... It's so it, fucked up. No, it's not. Especially when this child keeps saying that they're bored. That, like, make your own fun, right? Like, do your own thing. I mean, you can't... Oh, okay. Be like, happy in the moment. It's kind of right, hard right. when you're a kid if your parents are, like, dragging you around to clothing stores. You're like, this is stupid. I want to go play in the mud or whatever. Have you right. ever been Nolan and, like, run around and... Oh, yeah. He the, makes his own he adventures. Makes his, yeah, he, I'm yeah, gonna well, go hang out in the get, clothes. Then you get yelled at for running around. Yeah, but she didn't attempt. No. Okay, okay so th- so let me say this: reactant, the reactant, those avoiding or confronting those responsible for boredom, adolescence seems to come to mind for me. Right. So like, and when I was like 13, 14, I was really resentful of police and authority and principals and teachers. You know what I mean? Like, and the only adults that I had respect for were the ones that excited some sense of passion or excited my imagination yeah Yeah. 
Otherwise, the rest of them that just gave me meaningless tasks, I really did kind of resent them, you know? Okay, so now we're going to our fifth, and this, this is rock bottom. Apathetic. It's hopelessness and depression. Like, nothing is working. Like, you've confronted people. You can't, you don't have a hobby. You, you have no passion, no pride. Like, it's, it's, it's boredom that has basically, like, is crushing you. All right, so I've experienced this, this type of boredom one or two or maybe three times in my life. And it's, it's manifested itself in a song where I just put on my headphones and I just don't give a shit about the rest of the world. And I just want to hear this song and I hate, metaphorically speaking, of course, everything that's going on in my immediate vision right yeah and it's it's a song by elliot smith and it's called bottle up and explode has anybody heard that song before yeah i think i've heard that before yeah i have it's 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 really angsty and just like just describes perfectly like what it feels like to be really angry at one specific situation and not care about anything else and be so selfish enough to like think that you're right for thinking the way you think. And so it fits that mood perfectly. And I think that it really, it fits that apathetic boredom that you speak of because it's not an angry feeling whenever like I had listened to it. It's just a, I feel right to be angry and I'm just gonna keep on going and I hate everything else. It's existential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's not, yeah, and again, like you've reached past the reactant part where the reactant is you're blaming somebody. But like the hopelessness really does set in when you're like, wow, there's there's no one to blame. Like just life is just this bad. You know what I mean? Like, you know. <laughs> right, like I feel like it comes yeah. with like depression, right? Yeah, like, depression, yeah. You're just not blaming anybody anymore. You're just really sad. Like this is just, I don't have anyone to blame. It's just, I don't just know what happened. Yourself. You blame yourself. Like I did this and like, just nothing for how I just, yeah. I'm just terrible or whatever. Like, or oh, I suck. my life yeah. is boring because I suck. Yeah, I suck. Yeah. Um, and, and just, just for fun, I, I, I don't know why I disclose this or whatever. So I had brought up recently, um, to Elizabeth that around, was it 2017? December 2017 going into 2018. I, I was like really, I was like really depressed. I don't, like I don't know why. Like everything was like really good. I, I think I was like having issues with like work and stuff. And that was kind of like when I really listened to that song that I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like really apathetic and like kind of like woe is me type stuff. And I don't know. I don't know if it helped me, you know, listening to songs like that. Well, it's interesting because in, in the last episode that just Thomas and I were on, um, we talked about how in times of like depression or down times that more upbeat, poppy or like happier music becomes more popular where comedies become more popular because people are trying to pull themselves out of it. And when he was saying that, I was thinking about how when I was a teenager, when I, if I was feeling upset about like a boyfriend or like bored or depressed or whatever, I didn't want to listen to happy music yeah. at that time. Like you kind of just want to wall, 
Misery? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Misery breeds so, misery. Like, okay, so... Like, I just wanted to lay on the ground. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to lay on the ground and listen to my emo music with my emo flag on the wall and, like, cry, <laughs> you know? And, like, sometimes that does feel better. No, yeah. and, and here's the thing. It there does. was a study... There's you been know? multiple studies that have shown that depressing music can be beneficial in times of depression because you realize that you're not alone. alone. You're, not you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not the only person who feels alone. Okay, right. but it's we feeling. have to say that Elliot Smith, he didn't really pull out of it or like that. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to make me feel any better. Yeah, that he stabbed himself with the fucking chest. Yeah, like I don't Six know. Multiple times. times. <laughs> Six if times. you believe that, I mean, he needs to listen to his lyrics. So, guy committed hair okay, so and just let's himself. let's change gears here. What to could what? be what could be good about boredom? Okay, so I have some ideas, but uh, what, what what could be good? Like, could there okay. be positive things about boredom? So I'm gonna be juvenile. Let your imagination wander. No masturbation. Have you guys ever been so bored you just masturbated? It's like I'm so bored. I'm yeah, yeah. I think I, I think most people have, right? You're you're lying, right? You're lying. Most people have. What I was going to say is, I feel like if, if I was just about to bring that up. If you're going to, if you're like, I've I've recognized. Like, what? How's that beneficial, though? Sorry, oh, masturbation. I mean, you're no well, longer bored. Well, I mean, you're gratifying yourself momentarily, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. No, but I've right. like like recognizing boredom. I think <clears throat> is can be good because, like, for example, I was driving down Fortieth Street last weekend after we had finished grocery shopping, and I'm like, this place is fucking miserable. It's hot as hell. You can't step outside. I'm sick of seeing the same shit on the same drive every fucking weekend. You know, like, like I love kind Phoenix. Of, but, but, <laughs> but, like recognizing that, like I was like, okay, what am I contributing to this misery? Like, what am I doing to not be bored, to not be irritated with where I'm at and what I'm doing? And so, like today another Sunday but like we had such a good day today just like we went and like hung out at a few Goodwills and like spent like $16 but it was like fun you know like treasure hunting and we went out to lunch and I don't know like I feel like recognizing the boredom and like doing something about it yeah I my my idea about it was you could turn boredom into meditation and it's a it's like it's like um an opportunity for reflection. Yeah. So good. when you're bored, you have to like look within yourself and figure out like, okay, where, like you said, where am I going wrong? What am I contributing? Right. What, what do, what can I do? Like, it, like I can't control my environment and I can't control like what other people do, but like I have some choices. Mm-hmm. What choices can I make that can help pull me out of this? Cause I got to do something, you know right. what I mean? And so, how can I, you know, keep this positive? And so that's what I was thinking. But I think, again, we talked about masturbation, but I think, I think the more obvious one is, and this could relate to masturbation, is cell phones. It's got, okay, do you remember before, oh, okay, yeah. before cell phones, you would be in a doctor's office or you'd be in a waiting room. Turn off the doctor's office. I'd be sitting there reading the highlights. Oh, sir, can you put your cock away? Uh, you're up next. It's like, all right. No. This is what I wanted to show you. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you there's a spot right here. Right, a spot here. right here. Ah! No. Um, oh, 
I'm sorry about that mess. You know, now, you know, like, I, I saw this thing with, and, and it's really funny we're talking about masturbation because there was this thing from Louis, Louis C.K. You know, Louis C.K. got accused of doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. But he had this bit where he was on Conan and he talked about how he found himself every time he was bored, he would reach for his phone and he oh, would yeah. look at his oh, phone. Oh, yeah, that was great. And he's like, and he said there was one time that he was driving, you know, down the road and a Bruce Springsteen song came on and there was this part of the song that was yes. like really echoey. And he's like, what the hell am I feeling right now? He started to feel really sad and he wanted to change it. He's like, no, I'm not going to do this. And he pulled over to the side of the road and he, he said the Bruce. Crying. Yeah, he started crying. Yeah, He just like made himself sit with the uncomfortableness that he was feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was like that like skit or whatever you call it like hit me. Well, no, and he said and he said that he didn't let his kids have cell phones because he's like, no, I'm not here to let my kid to bring my kids joy. I'm here to let them know how shitty life is, like or whatever. He's like, they don't they don't get to have cell phones. They get they they're gonna have to work for their happiness. They're gonna have right, to design their own happiness. Because he was saying happiness. that people don't know how to sit alone with themselves. Yeah. Like, and he was talking about, you know, you get in the car and you're like, oh my God, I'm driving alone. Like, I need to call someone. Like, I need to text someone. I need to, and I totally am that way. Like, like you, you feel like you constantly have to be in action. And like, I feel like especially having been like such a busy person and like now for the most part being a stay at home mom, it is hard to just like be like like not have something to do right at that moment or you know like to not have like a to-do list that you're constantly like working on or yeah it is hard to i don't know like i i I feel like i reach for my phone a lot and i remember someone talking about i forgot who it was but they were talking about meditation and how they're like they did transcendental meditation how they meditated and he's like well you know look there's a lot of different kinds of meditation there's different techniques he's like but for me i'll just sit down and just be bored. And just look off and just think. I'll look out into space and just observe my surroundings. And that could be a form of meditation, you know? It's just allowing yourself to be bored. But if you're conscious, is opening your consciousness and being aware of the moment, the here and now, and not trying to tune it out. And just looking, you'll find that there is things to think about. There's, there's, a, there's new challenges that could just be in your everyday surrounding, you know? But... Um, like that. I was thinking about okay, so there was there's gender differences, right? So I was curious about this. I'm like, I wonder if there's like a difference with genders. And some of the results I found were men are more bored than women. They're more likely to be bored than women. I there's multiple studies. I'm not sure what those studies were or how they came to this conclusion. But some of the theories were through the studies were that women are have a more active social life. And they engage with their responsibilities where men tended to, in general, of course, you know, each individual case is different. But in general, men disengaged more often through drinking and games and they tried to escape more. Whereas women, every single day, they, they basically like, okay, I'm going to clean or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, uh, you know, I'm going to, or it could be even professional things like, I'm going to engage very actively with my career or my children or whatever it was, whereas men, whether it be professionally or with their, their family, like, we're more likely to want to disengage. Mm-hmm. And we're more likely to become alcoholics. They're more likely to abuse drugs because men... I, that makes sense to me as a man. Like I, I noticed that 
women will often talk about their family or they'll talk about their responsibilities where when you listen to men, they think about, they'll talk about stuff, right? You're like, oh, did you see that game? Or like, oh man, this is a good beer. Give me another beer. Like, men really do seem to want to escape more. When I talk to people um, outside of like my inner circle, um, it never feels genuine to me in some way. So like when I talk about that stuff, you know, when I talk about sports to, you know, to people that, like, I interact with, like, say, at my office or or just everyday chit-chat, it, of, it, it oftentimes feels, like, very fake. And, yeah. and, like, I'm not saying that it feels, like, unsatisfying or gratifying. Like, you know, I'm, you know, saying fulfilling that idea of, I don't know, enjoying the pleasantry of another person, what have you. But... It's never, um, it doesn't feel like that to me. So like, like when you speak about like how men feel like chit-chatting about, you know, sports or, uh, I don't know. The weather. The weather or tools or, you know, I don't know, whatever the hell men <laughs> yeah, talk and these, about. And of course these and, are all generalizations. No, but I mean, hold on. No, this reminds me, there's a weaker thens lyric. But, it says, let, let our talk about the weather and the ball game show we care. And like... In my head, I don't know who he's talking about, but I imagine that he's talking about like him and his father. Yeah, okay. um, and 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 it, it makes me think about I we have two sons, and I feel like society almost sets men up to talk about the ball game, to talk about the weather, to talk about the new tool or quad you got, and like like are we encouraging men to be more in in touch right. with? It could be different. To, yeah. more in touch with their their feelings or like what they're doing like frequently um you know like I'll reach out to my friends and ask them how they're doing and I expect like a genuine response whether that be like I'm having a shitty day or like I'm depressed or like whatever the answer may be but like how like do men, do you guys feel comfortable like if you're having a shitty day reaching out and talking to a, another friend I don't reach out, but when, like, somebody asks me how I'm doing at work, you know how oftentimes it's just like a, oh, I'm good, thank you. Or, like, hey, how's your yeah. day going? Oh, it's great. Happy they're cutting the conversation happy say, off. Happy hum, happy hum day. It's not that they're cutting the conversation off. Um, it's just that this is but just what every – it does cut it off, but it's just what they're trained to do. So, like, occasionally when somebody asks me how I'm doing, if I'm, like, feeling – Actually, it's like one of the I've been listening to Elliot Smith lately. No, no, no. It's just like, you know what? I'm fucking depressed right now. Like, I'm really sad. Or I'll, somebody asked me how I was doing with, um, I was a, it was a few months ago, and it was when uh, my youngest had to get uh, some cranial me, band, some, a cranial, a cranial band um, and some medical treatment. And, and I was just like, you know what? We have to deal with X, Y, Z. This is how I've been. I haven't been sleeping. Um, the family hasn't been sleeping. We're also dealing with a toddler that's like very, like, very uh, stubborn and smart, and he loves making sure that we don't get enough sleep at night. And you know, I just kind of like went off with this person, and uh, they haven't asked me how I've been <laughs> since. <laughs> and I just went off for like, you know, and. I, I think I, I'm exaggerating a little bit there, mm -hmm. but it's, it's you know. Yeah. Um, everyone... No, but I think that's good. Like, 
Like, why do we walk around and ask questions that we don't want genuine answers to? Like, stop asking if you don't really want to know how someone is. Yeah. I don't know. Or t- yeah, just walk by. Like, Hi, Tom. Like, happy Wednesday. <laughs> like, don't ask a question if you don't care. I'm going to start doing a dance. Every time someone says hump day. <laughs> hump day! God. So there's edu- oh so there is there's education differences. So people who are more educated tend to be less bored because they're more career oriented and perhaps have more to engage with. Uh, but it kind of seems to be uh, there's also a, a connection they say with low IQ. That low IQ IQ people tend to be more bored. So all right. So this is interesting. Wait, really fast. Wait, hold, on, hold on, everybody's laughing. So it makes me uncomfortable to say that I'm highly educated. Um, because I don't feel like it. So I'm bored very frequently. I, I do have a master's level education, which doesn't mean shit. But I'm bored very often, so maybe this means that I'm like a combination of. You have just, a low IQ, but you're highly educated. I have a low IQ, but I'm highly educated. <laughs> and I think that it's true. Like I just know how to go through the motions to get to the degree. Well, no, that's what it's but all I'm about. But I'm not very smart. Okay, but see, okay, I I would consider myself I, I like I, I I'm highly educated. I I I feel like I have at least an average IQ. But and, and I feel like 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 but, but but again I think it comes back to reflection. So I see myself getting bored in my situation and I stop and I reflect and I change it. You know what I mean? And so like maybe people with higher IQs are more reflective or maybe they have more shit to do or I don't know. Like I'm also very task oriented, so like as soon as one task ends, I'm like start up another like i'm always trying to better myself as a mother yes as a wife, okay so a... that you just mentioned the task they the study talked about that it's about immersing yourself in a task meaning that you you uh see yourself as you know equal to the challenge and that the challenge keeps you you know like keeps you know you so engaged. it keeps you engaged so it's if like if you know maybe if you're low iq and you're like i don't understand this task or whatever like you go back to what i was telling about where it's like you're searching for something else you're getting bored because you're not up uh, you're not you're not immersing yourself in the task mm-hmm. i'm i'm not you know the, the whole the whole iq thing is i mean i don't know that's tough to say it's it's, it's tough to say I that people it. have high iq aren't getting bored as much but you, do you know what i mean so it's like it's it's the people with low iq have less of a lack of a flow mental flow when you have a mental flow you have an inner life you have inner thoughts you're thinking about things your mind's engaged usually when you have a high iq your mind's active but if your mind's active doesn't that usually seem to make you less bored right I'm, I, I'm, or you're seeking things out more. You're seeking out knowledge. You're seeking out right. knowledge. You're curious. And so yeah. these things are keeping you... Yeah. I think I'm curious. But I also... I'm pretty stupid. So... <laughs> well, so I don't care IQ. about shit. It's really know. hard. I mean, I, IQ is not I'm everything. Just... And I think there's so many different kinds of intelligence. That, that I, I hate but to... Wait, I hate it, to... Doesn't put, IQ measure like the, the, the... How quickly you can solve a problem. It's not how quickly you can solve... It's like the capacity in which you can learn. So like you can... You can be... Not very smart. Not that's what I'm saying. So you can not so know very much and choose to not know very much. But you have the capacity problems. and the ability right. yeah, yeah. 
to learn to learn and so to many solve problems as Gary said doesn't mean you'll but use you just your IQ. choose you could just choose not to for whatever reason mm-hmm. so maybe you know we're we're kind of like throwing around IQ you know yeah. So yeah. there's there's also this idea of in the study intelligence in, quotient yeah intelligence oh. quotient. see how stupid I am I didn't <laughs> no, no well, I, <laughs> well, no, well whatever so there's the uh, there's the uh, need for novelty which is you need external stimulation there's like thrill seekers adrenaline junkies extroverts so extroverted people are much more likely to become bored than introverts because they have this need for stimulation. So if the environment around them is not giving them the adrenaline that they're craving, they have more of a tendency to lapse into alcoholism or addiction because their their environment is boring them. Ooh, I feel like I'm at ads butting heads with myself in that because I like to be alone a lot. And I like to go out and do stuff by myself, but not around a whole bunch of people. That's why I like biking. Because yeah. I can just escape from everybody, but I'm still out doing stuff. Yes. I don't want to have to deal with a bunch of people. Like, how's it going? Like, yeah. uh, none of your fucking business. <laughs> but again, and I think that, and I think I'm that, having a blast until you got here. Right. Exactly. And the reason for that is they're saying, "How's it going?" Like, they don't care. You know, it's this idea that you've experienced what other people have to offer so much that you're like, you don't really care about what I'm doing. You're not really interested in socializing with me, so. I don't really, you yeah. know, then what's the point, you know? Right. Uh, sometimes, I mean, but I don't feel like that all the time. Yeah. Sometimes, I think, sometimes I, I want to go out and hang out with people. Yeah, sometimes you're very social. But a lot of the time I'm just like, no, I'm just going to sit around. Watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Learn about quantum computing and watch smart. shit on yeah. that. I, look, at the, look at the I don't big brain on Gary. I don't fully understand it, but... I love learning about all this crazy shit that's going on. I'm like, this is fucking interesting. Do you consider yourself to be an adrenaline junkie? Do you need uh, external stimulation? Sometimes. Who does need external stimulation? <laughs> no, but I mean like a, like a constant craving for it. You know what I mean? I guess I'll say like an, an excessive need for it, like adrenaline. Like, like, like I guess I, I I guess I should say adrenaline. Uh, no, I wouldn't say constant. No stimuli for me. But, I don't know, I, like I said, I like biking, and I like, I like when it gets a little bit scary when you're biking. No. I don't know, it's kind of fun, I don't know He, he likes to ride his bike on the 51. No, but I no, noticed, I have Just no- on the mountain when you could, like, holy shit, that's a far drop. Better not lose my balance, but. That's why we wear a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Except I got, had to have stitches on my elbow. Not also, my there's there's the idea of paying nice. attention, your ability to pay attention, like ADD. People have ADD. I know it's hard to say. Everyone everyone thinks they have ADD, or people have been misdiagnosed with ADD. But not being able to pay attention to something. Again, I think it has to do with that. I'm not going to say low IQ, but this you're not able to engage if you're not paying attention to it. Well, also if. <laughs> This goes back to the boredom thing. If someone's talking about something fucking boring, it's not interesting, I'm not going to pay attention. I, yeah. I, I, I have to, like, I do my best to fake it. So if someone's yeah. talking to me about something that I, like, am not interested in or I don't care about, like, I care so much that I want people to, like, not really like me, but, like, not think that I'm an asshole... 
that I'll just like sit there and feign it like the entire time and I'll smile and I'll nod and I'll <laughs> and I'll respond to them with appropriate, you know like whoa things to respond that's crazy. With. Yeah. And like I and I probably sound like an asshole when I like respond to it because I just sound like a fucking like bot. Yeah. But I have to do it because I I wanna I think I want most people, people to, do that. Just you're, nothing you're being jerk, polite, you know. You're being polite. Yeah, you're but, humoring them, right? I don't know. People but wouldn't talk the to me right thing sports. be to be like, "Hey, you know what? Hey, Joe, I don't give a shit about that. Just tell me about something <laughs> that I care about right now." You know? No, that's just being selfish. Like, I don't want to listen to your boring bullshit. Tell me something cool. Maybe but if that's you all love somebody have... so much or something, like, isn't that what you tell? You're just like. Hey, shut the fuck up. Okay, so that comes to that yeah. comes to you know you're you and your bullshit. Come on, but it comes are down you to, gonna tell that to a complete stranger you don't have a connection with? You gotta build that connection up somehow by talking about boring bullshit. Shut the fuck up, Gary. I don't care what the <laughs> fuck you're saying. Right? No, I'm just kidding. So that comes down to emotional awareness. And so it's like if you're if you don't have you have a lack if you're there's a lack of awareness, you're not able to articulate your feelings. You're not aware of the situation. You're more likely to be bored. You know, it's. I'm not aware of the situation. But I mean, I guess I guess what I mean to say is, you do you are aware of the situation because you're having a discussion about. I know. You know what I mean. So so th- the fact that we're articulating our feelings right now is helping us avoid boredom, right? Because we're able to articulate our feelings, and so but but for some, certain people, they have a difficulty doing that. You know. Um. I I have an idea. Do you have inner amusement skills? Meaning, do uh-huh. you could do you have inner research? Can you entertain yourself? Are you good at entertaining yourself? Because to me, that's a big part of avoiding boredom. You know, can you entertain yourself? Does yeah. Without do you masturbate? No. <laughs> but I mean, think yeah. about this. You know, it's like you. I feel like that's all I do. But think about this. You know Wait, what? You, well, know, you know what? Amusing yourself. Have you ever? Have you ever been? Have you ever been? Have you guys ever been by yourself and then you just think of a joke to yourself and you start laughing? Yeah. I don't know. That's like all I do at home. I just sit and like imagine stupid sketches. Yeah, you're amusing yourself. Or yeah. like make I, up make up a stupid song and I just I'm like fuck I'm hilarious. Where's people to tell this? <laughs> And then you post it on Facebook. Yeah, and nobody laughs. <laughs> I talk to myself, and I like start. I make sounds. I'm I've like, always heard. I'm like, Oop! <laughs> no, I swear to God, you're entertaining yourself. And I, you I'm like driving about? my car, and like there's no music going. I'm just like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, <laughs> how do I not know this? Because you've never been alone in my car with me. I guess that's right. Gotta hide in the. And, and I t- and Somewhere. I tell myself I'm like, hey, Kenny, why'd you make this up? I'm like, I don't know. Do you really say it out loud? <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking fun. You should see the shame in his face, people. <laughs> there's no shame. Oh, there's shame. <laughs> there's a little. There's no shame. Oh, All right, so we've got. It does sound one fun, of the though. other things. Last thing. One of the last things. Like, last reasons for boredom. Lack of autonomy, meaning you feel trapped or that you have a lack of choices. You're in a situation where you feel like you're cornered. That, you know, through poverty or low IQ or 
you know, <laughs> you're dumb or you're poor <laughs> or, or, or then one of the most common things like I was saying, adolescence or you're in an age group where people are telling you what to do. Maybe you feel bossed around, maybe your wife, you, you begin to feel this emptiness because you don't have control over your own life. Well, I mean, some people are too stupid to have control over their lives, right? Special needs people, though. Yeah, yeah. If if it gets to that extreme, yeah. I mean, I think, but but again, I think we were talking about. We could talk about high IQ, or you know, you uh, you, have, you have a great job. You have everything seems to be going right in your life. Ultimately, we don't have full control of our own lives. We all have someone who's telling us what to do. We all have circumstances that make us feel trapped, right? Don't we? I mean, everybody feels trapped to some extent, I think. So this is why I think everybody feels Well, it's not a human condition. Yeah, it's a human condition. Yeah. Y- you want to make everything be better, you know, than your current situation. And it doesn't matter what aspect better it is, but you want something to be better. Well, we talk a lot about freedom, like especially here in the United States. Freedom this and freedom that, like freedom, freedom. It's like, it's, it's hard to really measure what freedom is you know like it's going to be different for every person but i mean is we're talking about freedom but again freedom a lot of times equals boredom if you don't if you're lacking again lacking purpose so that's why i think you know uh we feel like being alone or not having anything tying us down couldn't make us feel not bored or happy but oftentimes having a purpose is what you feel is a purpose, like being a parent or, 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 or having a job, uh, you know, a certain job to some people might be a ball and chain, but I mean, to you is just, uh, could, that's your freedom because it's the freedom comes from the, the, the purpose, having a sense of purpose. I think, you know, is it only do animals get bored? Hmm. That's actually a really like good point. Dogs. Have you ever seen some dogs look so sad? What about dolphins? Aren't dolphins supposed to be smart? Oh, uh, yeah. Don't dolphins, like, rape other people? Yeah, they like, rape people. There, there, no, there was a... Wasn't there a woman who, like, fucked yes. dolphins? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to study them? And a dude, right? Wasn't there... Didn't he make a movie about it? <laughs> yeah. I just clenched. Wait, I... Imagine being <laughs> fucked by a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, apparently, so like comfy porpoise. Let's give you a sense of porpoise. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> but the woman. Wait, hold on, hold on. We need to go back a second. Okay. Did, sorry, did you hear what Gary just said? No, what? It gives give you a, a sense of porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> not bored, are you? Yeah. You're not bored now. <laughs> that was oh. I, that was a dog. Ah, it feels a little rubbery. No, I was like, uh. Oh, <laughs> Oh man, it's so weird, but. <laughs> Have you ever had a dolphin? <laughs> Does he call you in the night? <laughs> Do the dolphins talk to you? <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god. Do you have a dolphin? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, oh, I want to end it. I want to. We're working on the end of this, right? Yeah. Alright. Go ahead. I want everybody to. Give us one word about how they're feeling right now about their life. So, mm. one word, adjective. Oh, jeez. Reflective. Content, I guess. Good um, 
You stole mine. Oh. <laughs> how I'm feeling okay. right now or how I've been feeling, like, overall? Overall, last couple of days? Yeah. Kind of anxious. Lately. Okay. Anxious. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Damn coffee. Yeah, yeah. I think coffee's not not good for my anxiety. But, okay, so we'll, we'll close off with the idea of boredom is... Nietzsche, the philosopher Nietzsche, said, boredom is a call to action. In, in, in a sense that when you get bored with something, you know it could be a waste of time. That it's time to move on. You've got to yeah. fight. You have to fight. You know, I remember um, Papa, like my grandfather always told me, you know, um, it was a time when I was having a bad breakup. And he goes, you know, Thomas, he's like, sometimes you've got to fight for your happiness. And I, I always remember that because I was really, you know, to me, really profound advice in the sense that, yeah, it comes down to this idea. It's like when you're, you're, you're bored or you're depressed, it's a call to action. You have to, you can either sink down into this apathy or you can fight for it. And you can, you, you know, and, and life's a struggle, right? You know, like you have to find, you have to fight for a purpose. You have to fight for that joy or you honestly, like the, the system just kind of shuts down. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love that. But I do want to say for anyone listening, please rate, review, and subscribe. And join us on Instagram at You Can't Go Back. Go Back Podcast. Um, And comment. Tell us your thoughts. Yes. Unfortunately, we've ran out of time. Yeah. But you know what? There'll be somewhere down the road where we meet again. I'm Silas Wilder Talk saying good night.